We could turn a hello, everyone. It's such a great show today. So happy to be here. Uh, hosting, we have fabulous guests right now. We're going to be listening to a little bit of DJ Ricky Six's In The Mix podcast. He sent over for us some great hot dance music for you guys to warm up to because at 6.30, we are going to be interviewing the legendary Alfred Anderson from the iconic group Chic. You remember them. La Freak. Good times. Dance, dance, dance. Everybody and much more. We're going to be talking to Alpha Anderson uh, about the legacy of Chic. What she's been doing lately, specifically with that fabulous new group of hers called Next Step and her solo and Denver's. Folks, don't go anywhere. It's going to be a hot interview. And then at 7 p.m., we'll be speaking to music royalty Sarah Dash from the group La Belle. You remember them, Lady Mambala. Yes, indeed. Well, she's going to be updating us. She's one of our favorite guests here on House of Pride Radio. We're going to be hearing all about what she'll be doing this summer, folks. We're going to bring it all to you on House of Pride Radio. Right now, let's loosen up with little Ricky Six. In the mix.
Yes, indeed. Uh, a lot of love being shared today. I'm in love with the mix that DJ Ricky Six shared with House of Pride Radio today. You are listening to uh, Ricky Six in the mix. Find out all about Ricky Six at rickysix.net, folks. That's uh, Ricky Six S I X X in the mix. Well, I'm super excited. This is your host, Tweaky Turner, here, House of Pride Radio Live from San Francisco. In just a couple minutes, we'll be talking to the legendary Alpha Anderson, one of the original divas from the iconic group Chic. All right. Well, right now, why don't we warm things up with uh, Alpha Anderson's solo venture? She has uh, new music out for all of us to enjoy, and this one is the single entitled perfectly chic we'll be right back with a live interview folks don't go anywhere It is Tweeka Turner here in San Francisco. Can you hear me? Yes, Tweeka. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing? Wonderful. Thank you. It's so nice to, to hear your voice and to speak with you again. It's been too long. It's been two summers. Uh, so welcome. Yes. yes. Well, welcome back to House of Pride Radio. We're just listening to Perfectly Chic, your new solo uh, uh. Uh, venture. Can you tell us a little bit about this project how 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 has it come to be well i had never written before so i decided that it was time and these songs just came to me perfectly chic being one of them and that's my tribute to the group that sort of started it all for me 
as I was reflecting on my time with the group Chic and all of the things we went through, um, the classic songs that I was able to sing on because of uh, that collaboration with Nile Rogers and Bernard Edwards and all of the people in the Chic organization, I decided that I wanted to write a tribute song to that time in my life, and that's how that song came about. Um, it makes perfect sense. Uh, you know, you have such a rich history with the group, um, and you are the sound in many of those huge two million selling hits like La Freak, Good Times. Um, so it's sort of like you're paying a little homage to your experience and to the guys and to the group. And, uh, and as, the, as the public, as part of the public, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> That's fabulous. Oh, um, and your voice welcome. sounds um, right on. Really, really good. I love it. I, I love the song. Perfectly chic, folks. Is it available <laughs> for downloads? It is available for download now on the digital platforms, but Ramit Records out of Canada actually has done a remix on it. I wish I could share it, but I'll be sharing it soon. They've done a remix on it that is hot. They've done what they've done a house remix, and then they've done a, like a funkier version. Mm-hmm. It is really, really cool, and um, they're going to release it actually. I think in the early September. All right. Well, and uh, they're actually going to release it as a single on vinyl. Well, that's that's so cool. So it'll be available digitally cool? and also in, in a material form as a vinyl. Yes, you know, vinyl is, uh, is a, a you know vinyl has, is an aesthetic that a lot of DJs are really into. Uh, I mean, it harkens back to the past, but there's also a, a desired aesthetic out there in Clubland now, and there are many DJs who use vinyl. So how exciting! It'll it'll be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we I can't wait. Well, we'll definitely highlight it here on House of Pride Radio. Um, yeah. And I'll let you know as soon as it's available. Um, Well, refresh my memory. Where are you based? Uh, You're on the East Coast. Yes, I am. I'm in New York, Brooklyn, actually. Oh, fabulous. She's a. Are you a native New Yorker? No, I'm actually from Georgia. Oh, okay. A Southern I'm from girl. Augusta, Georgia, the home of the Godfather of Soul, James Brown. All right. <laughs> Was uh, soul yeah. music, um, R&B music, a, a big influence in your life, or perhaps what was a gospel, or both? Well, actually... Just music in general, but definitely soul music. The music of Motown was a big influence. And being in the South, I really loved country music as well. Oh, very cool. Like, which artist resonated with you? I love the Everly Brothers, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. I just love when I love them singing a lot. And, and, and the old, um, the classic country artists, you know, Loretta Lynn and Dolly Parton and people like that. I even yeah. listen to Charlie Pride. You know, um, and 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 I still follow some country artists. You know, most of it's become country rock now, which is, and and the country has mm-hmm. got a lot more soul and funk to it. But I loved it when it was just pure, and uh, I love the stories. Yes, there's nothing like there's nothing like a country lyric. Yeah, I mean they can be a little, you know far-fetched and and silly but yeah uh, usually usually yeah. written from the heart you know uh, there's yeah, truth in the song right to the heart of the matter yeah um oh that's <laughs> and interesting of course, Motown. <laughs> uh, i'm sorry 
No, yes, I, I'm not just saying that. Was, that's interesting that you are influenced by uh, country music, and and uh, but go go on. I want to hear all about your influences with Motown. Did you did you guys cross paths with uh, Motown folks? Well, some of those artists we did, you know, um, and uh, I'll never forget one night with Luther because I also sang background with Luther Vandross, who. Uh, coincidentally, is the person that introduced me to Nile and Bernard and is the reason that I actually got a chance to be in Chic. And Luther would always do cover tunes, and he did um, Since I Lost My Baby. And I can see Dennis Edwards sitting in the audience now, beaming and just singing along with us. Mm. So that, that was a special moment, a very special moment, as was the time that I got an opportunity to meet La Ross. <laughs> oh yes, Miss no. Diana herself, you know who mm -hmm. mm, I love, love, love. I uh, got a chance to meet her in the studio with uh, Marilyn Bernard when we were singing background on the CD that they produced for her, which which yielded some great classic hits. But actually, upside down, it's on the charts again, right? Yeah. Upside down is, is on the charts again, and yeah. I'm coming out. Um, I'm coming out right. Um, that was a masterpiece. Uh, I remember that very well. That song, upside down, debuting on Billboard. I think it debuted at number ten on the pop chart. Went up to number five, and then number one for four straight weeks. It was really um, some consider I'm coming out one of the best song dance songs or R&B songs ever made. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah I, I loved it. They, that was some good work they did on that. Um, and you're right about it being a. Re what's been happening is I, I think you know Motown or major record label is behind this. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Dirty Discos, a remixer on that project. Uh, it's the I'm Coming Out slash Upside Down project. Now at number one this week on Billboard Club Chart. Congratulations, Diana I Ross, know. Team Can Diana. You that's that's uh, awesome. Well, you know, let's uh, let's talk about um, you know you you were of course part of the iconic group Chic for many years. Uh, yes. But last year, well, the last time we talked, Alpha, a couple years ago, two things really stuck with me: how much um, your friend Luther influenced you, and and how he touched so many other artists around him. I thought that was a really nice story. And then also how you formed a group with the other first ladies of Chic called Next Step, and you guys turned yes. out a hit it actually was on uh, it was a hit on all the major record uh record pools congratulations well thank you yes we it it was our it was our first well actually our second time recording together the first time we recorded uh, my lover's arms on my husband's cd because i had been saying we're i'm going to get together with norman lucy i'm going to get together and i guess he got tired of hearing that old refrain he says look i have a cd coming out and here's a song that i think might be great for you guys to do so we got together and uh we did that song and and realized that we still had the same the magic that we had before but um we actually did um the, the a song with Kathy Sledge actually was one of the co-writers and sang with us and um that that was a pivotal moment for us and Norma Lucy and I are continuing to work together as a matter of fact we are going to be on the ultimate disco cruise next year oh my February god February 14th <laughs> through the 19th with a lot of disco artists so Check it out. Let me tell you, we are going to rock that boat. Where is that? Uh, <laughs> what port is that leaving? <laughs> it's leaving. It's going to, I need to Google it. I'll get it to you. But it, It's the ultimate disco cruise, and I know it's going to be Mexico. I think it leaves from Orlando. That's, but it's going to cruise to Mexico <laughs> and back, and it's like, 
five days of nonstop disco hits. Casey and the Sunshine Band, Sister Sledge. It's just like Tavares, Gloria Gaynor. Oh, oh, good Everybody girl. that you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's all the, fabulous. All the songs, the village people, everybody that you danced to and loved and still love because of those classic songs. So, um, Oh, my God, I want to be on that really cruise. <laughs> I want to go on Yeah, it. <laughs> you come join us. It is going to be nonstop music. They're going to be meet and greets and an opportunity for us to just, just talk and, and, and come together. Because one of the things that I think dance music did, Tweaker, which is why what you do is so important, oh, is you. it brings people together. And if there was ever a time in our history when we needed to come together and forget and tear down these walls that divide us, that actually have are artificially imposed, mm-hmm. it's now. Absolutely. And it's I right mean, now. You know, when you look, uh, I'm trying to remember what the issues were in the, you know, 1977 to 1980, what was going on. Um, but when you look back at, at, you know, when you look back in, in the time kind of capsule of what disco meant to people, what it meant to you as a group and the fame that it brought you, like, how do you sum it up? Is, is there one answer or one paragraph? Like, uh, what's, your, what's your take on all of that? Yeah. It, it was unity, but ah. it was unity through diversity, which meant that people could, could, people could be who they wanted to be and were not judged for it. I mean, if you looked at our audience, you saw blacks and whites, Latinos, Asians. You saw young and old. You saw straight, gay, but whatever. It did not matter. We didn't judge each other. We came together, and our hearts beat as one as we thumped and bumped on the, on the dance floor. <laughs> and that, it was just so much fun, and it's still so much fun. Dancing is per, it's, it's a beautiful way to exercise, but it's one way to really um, make yourself happy through these trying, stressful times <laughs> in which we're living. So that's one of the things that I think was a legacy of, of disco music, and she, you know, definitely is a part of that, bringing people together. Hold on, Alpha, just to one, one play one few seconds of this beautiful song. Okay. Good times. Yes, indeed. Good times by Sheik. You were on that um, collaboration at that time. Yes. Did, yes. did you think you would have such another huge hit after La Freak? No, no, we didn't. We had no idea that um, that song was going to be as large as it was. And we know we lo- we loved it. We worked and we walked into the studio. Because Marilyn Bernard never gave us. We never heard anything prior to going into the studio. Okay. They would just say, "Come to the studio." They would get the group of us together. It was usually Fonzie and Lucy and Michelle and me and other people. But that was the core. And Norma Jean, of course, and Luther at the very beginning. Robin Clark, Diva, so many people. David Lasley recorded on different uh, recordings. And uh, he would say, they would say, come to the studio at such and such a time. So we would go to Power Station, Studio B, and they'd play the song, and we'd hear it. And we would start singing it in the control room. And then we'd go out and record it. 
And that's how all that stuff came. It was very spontaneous, very organic, and was filled with, you know, I, we were happy and joyful, you know, doing mm-hmm. what we loved, uh, singing beautiful music, and um, I think that came through. But who knew? I mean, if, if there was a formula <laughs> for producing hits, <laughs> wow. Well, they, I don't know. yeah, you guys had it, uh, you know, Chic had it, and then um, the guys carried it over to other projects, like you mentioned the Diana Ross project uh, with the Upside yeah. Down, I'm Coming Out. Um, and um, I don't know all of the projects they worked on, but they're even... Um, you know, we lost um, Bernard uh, years ago, um, but uh, Niles do collaborating and producing with Tony Moran and so on and yeah, so on. Niles is amazing. Do you hear me? He, I am very proud of him and um, very happy for the things that he's doing in his life, you know. Uh, he's still producing wonderful things. I mean, as a matter of fact, that's one of the lyrics in Perfectly Chic, Niles Making History. And he is yeah. making musical history um, in so many ways, and I, and I think that's absolutely wonderful. And the current group, Chic, is absolutely their beast. Yeah. I had the opportunity to see them in, um, actually, we, we happened to be in Ibiza around the same time a couple of years ago. And I was on this, and I'll ask, you know, said, why don't you guys come up the side of the stage? So he wanted us to really sit there and hear it. And then we went on stage for good times with all the other folks and got introduced. But I was on the side of the stage screaming like the only groupie, <laughs> <laughs> like the only fan, because they were just so, they were so good. I think uh, the, one of the lead females on that is Kimberly Davis, if I'm not um wrong oh yeah from new york she's from new york as well yes uh, she is kimberly uh, davis it is a fantastic fantastic vocalist as is salami you know uh-huh. i love both of my chic sisters my little sisters yes it's like the chic family the history absolutely. of chic that's fabulous absolutely and oftentimes people forget about silver logan sharp who actually was with the group for almost 20 years um, as they were rebuilding, mm-hmm. it was silver and a and and um, a couple of others that I can't remember right now. But uh, there definitely is a chic family that includes a lot of singers, a lot of people that went through the organization and uh, helped support the products. And is, are you on good terms with Nio? Do you guys uh, touch base every now and then, or? Infrequently, but mm-hmm. when we see, I think the last time I saw him might have been five months ago, six months ago. Oh, that's not too long but ago. Whenever, yeah, yeah, but whenever I see him, it's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> big hugs and just really happy, happy to see each other. Yeah. You know, very happy to see each other. Well, so. I'm happy to report to our House Pride listeners, I'm looking at it right now, that um, yourself, Norma Jean, and Lucy will be inducted into the Legends of Vinyl DJ and Artist Hall of Fame on Tuesday, September yes. 18th. That's yes. amazing. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That That's quite an honor. You know, uh, a lot of things are, are happening for us, and... Um, very we're very we're humbled by that and and it's all because we've had loyal fans like you and your listeners who have supported the music and keeping us out there and it's it's an interesting thing because the music that we sang on is more recognizable 
than us, the artists that actually did the original recording. So <laughs> um, to have this honor just means a lot. Means a lot to us. And all three of you are going to be there. That that is quite yes. a reunion. <laughs> yes, yes, we will all be there. We're all excited about it, and excited about future other things that we're going to be doing. We are. We will be working together uh, in November at Lehman College in the Bronx here in New York, and. Um, in Buffalo, New York, and there are other things that are on the books, but they're not um, confirmed yet. So, but you can definitely check um, my website or our collective website. Mm -hmm. My website is um, www.officialalphaanderson uh, or the group's website, formerly of Chic, for additional information about that because we love for people to come out and we love to see you and just thank you and perform the songs that we love we do what we do because we love what we do yes and we love that you love what you do and share it with us <laughs> <laughs> keep bringing good times to the world um hey before we let you go you know there's a lot of pretty cool music coming up the charts now um different genres are are really popular today uh like trap and and hip-hop and i was wondering it, what current artists like really uh tickle your fancy mm, wow i that's a surprise I question still, sorry <laughs> it is a it, it is a surprise question and i still like r&b artists and I like dance artists, you know. Yeah. I still like dance music, and I still like R&B um, artists because that's sort of like where it, where it started for me. And I still have a love, you know, for that type of music. And um, I, I, I love what young people are doing. I'm, I'm not necessarily a purist when it comes to genres. And I'm not, I won't poo-poo what all of the young people are doing because I understand that every generation has its time. Absolutely. And, and things are very much germane to the time and the society in which people live. So you have to allow people the You have to allow freedom of expression. Mm -hmm. You know, to stifle freedom of expression to me is, is, is anathema. You know, mm -hmm. allow people to be who they are and and not put chains on people so i say go for it just keep making music and you know artists if you want to know i when i was a i was a high school principal a lot of people don't know that and before that i was an english teacher and uh when i was teaching my students how to write um I would talk about expository writing. I said, but if you really want to know the spirit of what was going on in any time of history, of course you can read those texts and you can read, read, read those accounts, but look to the artists, the dreamers, the people who are considered misfits, people outside the box, and they'll let you know the heart and soul of what's going on in any era. Ah, that is some words to take with you because uh, that's so true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, you can apply that to music, perhaps. Maybe the indie, yes. indie music, you know, is getting at the political turmoil that we're experiencing today and, uh, you know, can get at the core of what we're experiencing today. Or you could put on your dance shoes and 
you know, let the music take you away in, into the world, you know, to another world and escape and yeah. feel good. Um, you know, all that kind of art, if it can touch and, and inspire and move you, it's, it's, it's done its job, you know. And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to go out with more of your current single, Perfectly Chic. Um, you're going to be doing some remixes. It's going to be dropping in September on, on what's the label yes. again that you mentioned? Ramit, R-A-M-M-I-T, Ramit Records. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in Canada. Um, they, you know, so I'm, I'm very grateful to them. Shout out to Ramit Records, and also shout out to TMO Entertainment at gmail.com. I had to put that out there in case there's someone interested in having me come and send some of these classics, sing some of these classics. I would love to do that. Yes, um, well, but definitely check out um, the new single that's coming out perfectly chic or the remix of the single because the single's already out it's really cool and as soon as i get permission from them tweaker you will be among the first to premiere it to, uh, get to air it awesome i want to remix it actually <laughs> really oh yeah it, okay. i like i think I, I when i listened to it i, I had some ideas so go for it go for it <laughs> can you hook me up we can talk later <laughs> live on the uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. like pitching a project live on the radio show that's pretty funny <laughs> i i i know yeah i know we t- tell the audience can just you know talk a little commercial go get dinner or something come back and pretend like you're not hearing this conversation talk amongst yourselves for a moment <laughs> I have an idea. So, you know, Diana Ross and the Motown folks have remixed uh, Upside Down, I'm Coming Out. And just before that, literally just a couple of weeks ago, Donna Summer's husband and uh, um, Giorgio Moroda, that whole gang did uh, yeah. the remake of Hot Stuff 2018, went to number one on Billboard Club. And of course, Donna Summer, uh, Summer is now on Broadway, the play about Donna Summer's yes. life. So I think, Niall, if you're listening, uh, you know, I think it's time to do a re- mix EP of you know some of the Sheik's biggest hits and let it go on the dance charts I think it'll resonate <laughs> that's I my idea <laughs> alright I think it will too just putting it out there that, folks <laughs> just putting <laughs> it out there um, well let's uh, what a pleasure it's been too long let's stay in touch uh, please you're welcome anytime to come back and update us on um, you. your ongoings here thank at House Pride you, you're welcome Alpha it's been be a- well mm-hmm. thank you you too uh, well let's go out once again now with your fabulous new single Perfectly Chic folks here is Alpha Anderson take care hon talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to House of Pride Radio. That was a fabulous interview with Alpha Anderson uh, from the iconic group Chic. Calling us here, House of Pride Radio. If anybody has questions, wants to touch base here at San Francisco, the phone number is 415-550-0511. The party diva train is not over, folks, because just in a minute or two, we were going to be calling uh, Trenton, New Jersey, to speak with the living legend, music royalty, the one and only Miss Sarah Dash. Sarah Dash, of course, is from the fabulous group La Belle. You all know that group. All right, folks, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be uh, talking to her. Tune in now. Uh, go to uh, the, our page, House Pride Radio, on Facebook, and click on the link. Listen in. Uh, but right now, let's uh, get in touch with Sarah. Let's listen to one of her solo ventures from just a couple years back. And we'll get right on the interview right after this. This is Sarah Dash. I'm Stu here, folks. She sure is. Good evening, Sarah. It's Tweaker Turner here in San Francisco. Can you hear me? Yes, 
can. <laughs> Welcome back to House of Pride Radio. It's so fabulous to have you back. It's been a pretty minute. Oh, it's so good for you to keep asking me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Sarah Dash live on House of Pride Radio. What, a, what an honor over there in Trenton, New Jersey. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm doing much better than I have been. Yes. And um, everything is just, uh, you know, I love the summer months. It's my birthday month. And I'm just excited just for life, you know. Yes, um, you, you had a rough go of it uh, uh, last year with your your cast. Uh, you were, you know, you weren't able to yeah. move around. and But it's off now. A, now you can dance. <laughs> Yes, I can. I can. Well, I can step a little light, a, a little heavier. I had a torn Achilles, oh. and um, I kept, you know. So I was in a cast for what three months because I refused to do surgery. I didn't want that invasive mm-hmm. um, part of, uh, you know, I didn't want it. And so I opted for, you know, the cast, which keeps you sturdy. But uh, it's working out pretty well. They said I should, you know, be okay by the first of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, good, good, good to hear. Um, well, you know, um, what I, I, what's really exciting me right now is when I looked at your page, what's coming up. You have uh, an event on August 9th, Thursday, August 9th. Can you tell us about that? Sure. There is a, a, a summer series of outdoor concerts that take place um, around the country, but Trenton has been one of the uh, lucky cities that have been given a grant to do outdoor concerts, and um, they, they stepped it up a little this year, and they asked me to be a part of it, and um, what happened um, to our art all night back in June, it kind of put like a negative energy over the city in terms of art and music. So I decided that I was going to make this concert, I'm sharing the stage with other Trenton musicians, artists, and singers, um, DJs. Um, we have, I decided that we were going to come together as a music community in the city I have all different genres of music, uh, Latin music, rap songs. I have a, a, a folk singer. I have a gospel. And, um, and through it all, it's all being played by um, mostly Trenton musicians. I have um, a couple of my musicians from New York coming in to join those musicians. So, and that's what we're doing. And the mayor, our newly elected mayor, Riga Ciara, he had, um, I told him that I was going to call it the Ambassador's Healing Concert. And he said, no, he would come out and he's going to speak to the crowd. And we're calling it, we're using his slogan, We Lift Trenton Together. So we'll have all types of positive energy in that part that night wow now that's an event not to be missed folks on thursday august 9th at mill hill park and and it's free it's free 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 you are all the parking (laughs) if you're driving into downtown trenton there there's free parking everywhere you will not be ticketed if you pull up on the sidewalk don't do that 
but <laughs> um, the parking lots are free. Um, there will be some vendors there. There, I'm going to be selling my merch, so you'll be able to pick up a T-shirt for a few dollars. Will you? Oh, um, really? Will you have your Lady Marmalade jam there? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll be Lady Marmalade. (laughs) That's right. In the flesh, folks, the real deal. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yes, and uh, the the opening act that night, uh, because it starts at 5.30, so it's not really at night. It's an early evening event. It starts at 5.30. It ends at 8. Mm -hmm. And we have the Trenton uh, Children's Chorus. They're going to come on and sing a few songs. Also, we're going to have... from my niece's school, the Sprouts, they're going to be doing a Lion King dance. And so it's, you know, we've got a variety of music, of talent, and you will be able to have a good time. You can bring your own chair. We also have provisions for rain. If it rains, we will move over into the Patriot Theater, uh, into their major ballroom. And you can still bring your chairs and have all of that fun there as well. So don't think if it rains that you're not going to see this. This show will go on. But like I said, it'll be just a skip away from Mill Hill Park. And you'll be indoors and there'll be air conditioning. And the same things will be going on. There will be a lot of little different rooms to sit in, but the sound will be all over the place. Wow, Sarah, it really looks, sounds like you put your, all your heart into this project. I did. I really combed through uh, the talent. Um, Like I said, there's different genres. I had asked uh, some artists in the beginning to be a part of it. Um, Because of what had happened, there were some doubters and some naysayers who were like, I'm not going to do that. But then they began to realize that they are letting the city down because if you give in, they win. And that we cannot allow to happen anywhere in America. We must stand our ground. And I feel that through the music and art community across the country, we can heal and blend people together. In spite of what's going on in our political society, we cannot pay attention to that because there are going to be leaders, new leaders, new people in every two, every four years. It is our responsibility as responsible citizens to make sure we have people there who represent us. That's our obligation to our society outside of the music and art. And Tweeka, you know, music is such a, it, it, it bridges the gap. You can take an orchestration sitting in Japan or in, you know, anywhere in the world. Music is still the same. And that's why we must look upon this music and take it very seriously to make sure that the artists get what they need. Give An artist has to be responsible to give what their public needs. Um, you know, so mm-hmm. their, their bills, you know, there's just a lot of things I could go into right now. But that August 9th, which is nine days before my birthday, will be an important night in Trenton, New Jersey. It's going to be a night to remember, folks. Uh, so do, you, do, we, do they need tickets or do they just show up? They just show up. You can just walk into the park. I suggest that you get there early if you want to sit close to the stage. Close to Sarah. Bring, <laughs> yeah. 
bring your own chair, your own blanket. Um, there, uh, bring your soft drinks, whatever you need, water um, to be comfortable. And you sit on the grass. The park is a beautiful park. They have a brook that goes down the middle of it. I mean, it's just beautiful. And the sound that comes out of that area, they have a great sound person there who just, you feel as if you're sitting in your living room. It's amazing. And Tweeka, you know, as being the music ambassador, it's really important that I explain to people that being a music ambassador just doesn't mean you oversee music. You oversee people and their likes and their needs. And, uh, you know, and that's why I'm very supportive of our system, of our newly elected system in Trenton. And I truly love the city. I love being here. I was going to say, Sarah, when I speak with you, one gets a sense of the pride that you have, you take for the city of Trenton. And, um, of course, it's where you grew up is, and you actually reside in your parents' original home. You've re, re- renovated it. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. I renovated the home, um, and it's in an area that's being slowly regentrified. It's, uh, it has its, you know, people change the neighborhoods. The neighborhoods don't change. The people change it. And when I came here, some people asked me had I lost my mind. And I, <laughs> I, probably, did. I probably did lose my mind, um, but I don't have any regrets because for a moment I felt what in the world am I doing here? And then I thought about it, and I said, why not? Why not? You know, I, of where I live does not determine who I am. It's the work that I do that determines who I am. And, you know, and that's another reason why I have a Latin singer. I have a jazz player. I have a hip-hop singer. I have a gospel singer. I got an old-school singer, Reese Johnson, who is who sings like you wouldn't believe and you go why hasn't why didn't he ever record well you know he is comfortable in the place that he's in and he's a fantastic singer so you know i will be doing duets with uh some of the artists and you know we're just going to tap into you know where we are we're going to also sing a song called my city by dietrich haddick mm-hmm. who did it in detroit and we're going to call it my city trenton and, you know, because no matter where you live, you can't give up on your city because that's where you're, you know, that's your root. Your roots but are in Trenton. Um, yes. And here yes. you are beautifying, making the city better and stronger. You know, that is uh, someone you're driven by. Uh, sounds like just pride and love for your hometown and for the people that live there and um I think it's it's such an admirable thing you're doing. Um, where, where did you live before you moved back to Trenton, if you don't mind me asking? I, uh, well, <laughs> I was married and I had three residences. I had I lived in I had a home in D.C., had a home in Vegas, and a beautiful apartment in New York City. So um, the, <laughs> my divorce. My divorce dictated to me that I had to downsize, which I did. And um, when you come to this home, you will see a bit of New York in it. You will see some Washington's furniture in it. You will see um, a little bit of Vegas because I sold the house with all the contents, most of the contents. I I pulled most of my antiques out. But um, 
that's that's those are the places I live. But I also lived for a period of time in California, you know, mm-hmm. and I lived um, down in L.A. down near Orange, and um, you know, I, I I love Paris. I lived in London for a while. Oh, how, um, how romantic! <laughs> yes, yes. You know, London actually changed my life <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> but, Oh, in a terrific way. All right. You know, it's a terrific way. Yes. And Tweeka, you are so, I don't, your listening audience should really appreciate you. If they don't, there's something wrong with them. Because you are so vibrant and you know where to tap into different areas of this art field and the community and the work that you do. You know, I mean, the LGBT, all this wonderful stuff. And you know I've been very supportive of all your causes. And we always say, when are you coming to San Francisco? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, speaking of tapping, I think my audience wants to know who and where are those space-age costumes from the heyday of Lady Mambalad? Are they in your closet? Can I borrow them? There, I, I have a couple pieces. Uh, there, in um, in storage, are um, the manager that we had, who is very much still part of Nona's life, um, has stored some of them in um, storage in New York. Um, at some point, I have to go and get mine out and start being responsible for my particular pieces because I want them to be evenly distributed amongst the country. I just don't want one person or two people. And, you know, we feel very strongly about um, that history being contained and retained in a fair way because, you know, it took four people to start and three to hold up the legacy. So we really, I'm speaking for me now, I Mm -hmm. really want, you know, the world to see that on an even basis. I don't want it to be one here and one there because when you're in a group, you are a group and you still are individually selected and, you know, honored and, you know, but when you're talking about the history that the group LaBelle made, they, they, the art fans and people who are interested in our lives deserve, deserve to see the total picture and not just one side. So Absolutely. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you, maybe you can um, model something after what Mary Wilson's doing with the Supreme Gown. She's having fabulous success uh, um, curating the, her gown exhi- exhibitions in galleries and wherever. Uh, I could see something similar with, uh, with LaBelle or even like something called girl groups with all those unique yes. costumes everyone wore. I would go. I would pay a ticket in a second to, to go in there and check oh, it out. <laughs> a, few years, a few years back, I was asked to put my silver bra outfit into yes. the museum. <laughs> but it was, I was voted out on that because we were all supposed to, when we went to do that, we were supposed to have it <clears throat> um, as a group. We would display our work. But as years and time goes on, people's views and thoughts change. So I feel that it's my responsibility to hold up what I can and to do what is right and cover it on all bases and and let people see, you know, that, you know, I was the first one with the silver bra and not Madonna. And I love Madonna. <laughs> I think she's great. I 
think she's real cool. But, you know, we all feed off of each other and we look at what each other are doing and we sort of are encouraged and, you know, motivated by other arts and nothing is new. But we are, you know, who we are in the music industry and our fans expect us to give them something other than what they're doing. So I'm going to try to retain those, con um, uh, uh, secure those um, costumes and especially my part. Who was and, uh, um, who was the person responsible for dressing you ladies uh, for that project for the Lady Mambala project? Was there one person in um, particular? Larry Legaspi did the feather work and all that, and Richard Urker um, cast my silver bra. You know, my breast, that is actually the shape of my breast. That's what they looked like back then. <laughs> um, I love it. This is fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Urker was a jeweler, and they, my pieces were actually hammered and shaped, you know, yeah. into form of, um, you know, of that bra, and it was cushioned with suede lining and padding to keep it from cutting me. And... Um, he designed the straps in such a way that they were flesh-colored. You just thought I was wearing silver pasties. So they had they were great illusionists, and they had wonderful ways of exhibiting our bodies individually and made the group image work. It was just so... It, it was flamboyant. I mean, it, was it shocking for its time? Because it seemed a little risque, all that, bearing all that... Well, no one had seen anything like that probably since well, Josephine Baker went to York. So, <laughs> you know, and um, it, was, it was something that America had never seen. And when you get the interest of the country, we always said that we were going to use the law of attraction, meaning that you will get the shock value of the image they'll come to see and then they start to listen oh they can really sing too so um, at that time it was different and it was new no female group had ever dressed like uh, individually styles individual styles rather no female group had ever taken off their wigs um, we were just down to basics and then upstream um, playing the Metropolitan Opera House made history for um, African-American entertainment, uh, especially women. Uh, we're the first female, uh, African-American female group that ever played, and I think we're the last group that has ever played. Uh, it would be wonderful to see how a female group would utilize that staging now, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So, yes. You know, yeah, it was, mm -hmm. I was going to say um, another aspect of your fabulous group, uh, LaBelle, is that you guys are actually sincerely, truly friends even today, which the longevity of your group is, uh, it might be the longest uh, in rock and roll, you know, history. I'm not sure, but it's a long time. It, it really is. You know, uh, we've been blessed to have such a friendship, to grow up together and to have uh, a long time existence in the business beyond the group experience. Um, Patty has a phenomenal career, known as doing fantastic things, and I have my place. So it really, we started as Patty LaBelle and the Bluebells, 
we became LaBelle, and now we're individuals. So that means we had three career changes with all uh, within a industry that still exists in music. So we didn't like leave music and go into law, but we had three different career changes in terms of the cohesiveness of what we do, you know? Yes. And it, it, it evolved into an element of, of uh, well, we've been, we've been sustaining ourselves on different levels and different places. And, you know, like it's feast or famine in this industry. One day, you know, you can't, your phone won't stop ringing and, and, and then, you know, turns around and it doesn't ring at all. You know, so you prepare for that, and I guess that's the risk we take. Well, I don't guess. I know that's the risk we take and in the business, you know, but the, the very beautiful part about it is that you still, you can still create when it's quiet and when it's busy. Do you find uh, promoters uh, trying to bring the three of you back together for some concert dates and things like that? Constantly. I'm always getting calls. Um, at one point, I was talking to one of the members of the group, and they were like, you're always doing, trying to do this. I said, no, darling, I will send you the emails as I get them. And they went, wow, I didn't realize they found you, and they're always asking you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we're always being um, asked to do things. And uh, the group is going to have a name, street name, in November in Philadelphia, it's going to be called LaBelle Lane. Oh my God, that's um, fabulous! Congratulations, I love that. That's I. I hope there's some big trees and and whatnot on there. <laughs> oh, you have to come. And then you know, of course, we were given the Walk of Fame, um, you know, in um, Philadelphia last year. Right, the next I was named the ambassador. October 3rd and on the 4th we were given the star in Philadelphia so it was quite a busy month for for all of us you know and exciting yeah um, well, let me ask you I'm sure many people are thinking this well, how serious like would you guys ever consider getting together as a the group again for a big event well I always say never say never I mean I could you know the possibilities with the three of us I mean, we could be like Andrew-like sisters when they were sitting down, you know? <laughs> but still singing, you know? So it's, it's this business affords you to not retire. I mean, we have Tony Bennett and Marilyn May who were in their 90s and they are still going. So as long as we have life, there's always the possibility of it happening. Is, I never say never. Okay, well, is there anything on the stove, like, you know, maybe simmering on the back burner? Uh, with the group? Yes, uh, with the group. <laughs> with, the, with the group. With the group. Um, it's our friendship and our love for each other is always there. You know, different levels, different times. But, you know, with Sarah Dash, there's some new things coming up for me. Um, um, and I will uh, share them with you because I really do would like to do the Pride show the talk about them when we get them I mean, surface. Yes, I would love to hear. Now, you you know, um, bef when when I was dialing your number, I played I'm Still Here, which was, wasn't that from a, your solo venture a couple years back? Yes, and I still perform that song. It's a great song. Um, thank you. It, it, it really does um, show, it, it tells about my life. I, you know, been through so much in my life, and every day was a different fight, and that song came right after 
My, I couldn't walk for four years uh, without an apparatus. What happened? Um, I, I think I heard about that. What, can you share what, what that was that about? Yes, I was on an Amtrak train. Some people have been saying the subway. Uh, uh, but I was on an Amtrak train, and I was sitting in a cafe car. And on the upper rack, they had two boxes of sodas and a cardboard box, and they all fell on me, and they hit my knee repeatedly. I was oh my trying God. to get out. And, it, and, and with that, because of the way that I was situated in the chair, it tore, it, uh, tore my meniscus, and then my um, other parts started to fray. And it took them a while to find out why I was in such pain, and my knee was swelling, and they did x-rays, and they x-rayed my foot. And then finally, I went to a doctor that President Clinton went to, and he was more savvy than most, and he sent me for the MRIs. I had to take two because the ligament was torn on one side and the meniscus on the other. And uh, I had to have surgery. And um, the, the um, Redskins doctor and the U.S. soccer team were the surgeons that oversaw everything. And because of, you know, the amount of terror and wear and terrors on it, they thought my recovery was going to be a lot sooner, but uh, apparently it didn't work that way. So I spent like four years of not being able to stand correctly, oh. you know, because, because of the damage before they could really discover. It took them almost a year to say I had to change doctors. I had to come from the New York doctors and go down to D.C. to the sports doctors down there. And they're the ones I spent a year doing acupuncture physical therapy, I mean, a whole year. And finally, I just started to strengthen and come back. So, yes, it was a very hard time. For a, me. a grueling ordeal. I mean, who would think sitting in a, you know, uh, on a cafe car, yeah. yeah, like you'd be, you know, soda falling on your knees. That's nuts. But. Yes, <laughs> Of you know, I and they were all Sprite. Oh, Sprite! And I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope Sprite doesn't come after me. But <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink Sprite for the longest time. I still don't like Sprite. And believe it or not, Tweak, it was one of my favorite drinks. <laughs> oh, you used to drink it until it clobbered you on the knee and put you out of commission for a couple of years. Now you, now yeah. What is it now? Seven yeah. up. <laughs> So it, it, that's what happened, and, you know, and then with this torn Achilles, it's, you know, it's accidental, too. I can't speak about it, but it's the same leg. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know what? Yeah. I think the audience wouldn't mind if you were sitting in the chair or when you're 90 years old, well, driving around in a hover around on the stage. Just the God gave you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> a voice to um, you might as well share it with the with the public I think if you you know you sound like Patty Patty talked to me yesterday and she's like my nickname is Inch did you know that no you know, like the Inch <laughs> okay <laughs> so Patty called me and she said Inch 
if you get tired on the stage on August 9th, you've got to have a chair. And, and you've got to sit down and sing because people want to hear you sing. They don't care if your, your leg is swollen. They don't care. Just sit down and you know how to position yourself. And, and, you know, get a real fancy chair, put some decorations on it, and just sit there because we want to hear you sing. And so you sound like a uh, record behind her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I, you know, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I feel like I could go on and on, but actually the show is ending soon. <laughs> the, the next show is coming in. But um, you're, we should, you know, take part two, uh, talk again real soon, maybe after the concert. You could let us know how it, it all went. And um, Yes. Yes, and I, I'm also open to people writing me at my ambassador email. It's music ambassador at Trenton NJ dot org. That's music ambassador at Trenton NJ dot org. I'd be glad to hear from anyone out there, everyone in fact. And Tweaker, you should, you could send me an email too. Absolutely. <laughs> well. Yes. Yes. Um, I would love yes. to visit you again. The last time I saw you was in New York City, uh, I don't know, four, three or four years ago for that event uh, Down Under, I think it was called. Yes. Yeah. We celebrated the 70s birthday. It was fabulous. With Melba Moore, the girls from Chic, D-Train. We had wonderful people in the audience, Lisa Fisher. We had Vivian Reed, uh, you know, beautiful journalists, people like yourself, who just, you know, took the time to come in and celebrate with me. I just, you know, you're just special, and I love you. So, you know, you take care of yourself. San Francisco, take care of my tweaker, <laughs> You are so nice. Um, folks, you've been listening to the fabulous Sarah Dash. I mean, we could go on and talking. I want, you know, you're a very spiritual person. Every Last time we spoke, you gave us some nice uh, uh, spiritual words of wisdom. And, um, and you, I know you send all of that to uh, lots of people, such encouragement, words of encouragement and, and, you know, stuff to lift you up. Uh, so, folks, follow Sarah Dash. If you're like Sarah Dash, I need to get to know her more. Folks, just go to her Facebook page, right? Yes, I'm still on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as Sarah. My Instagram, um, what do they call it? Whoa, whoa. I'm Sarah as in Dash. That's S-A-R-A-H-A-S-I-N-D-A-S-H. And you yeah. will definitely see comments there. But I just wanted my words of wisdom would be have the courage to hold steady and to steer the course ahead and adjust it as you see your situations develop. But keep your faith shoes on. They're the only shoes that won't wear out if you don't take them off. Absolutely. Um, hey, who? Uh, shout out to uh, Boogie Bobby. He's always been supportive of yes. you. Is he a relative? Yes, he's my nephew. He lives in Baltimore. He helps me keep my media page together, and he tells he he's always there to send me tidbits, and he speaks about uh, the current things, and he keeps me motivated into what is now and what's happening. He has his ear to the ground. He's a positive young man who's going to be 30 this year, and 
you know, we 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 help each other through just just like Team Dash. You know, I have Darius, I have Marvin, I have Baynard, and we all come together. You know, we mm-hmm. encourage the young ones to keep us strong because they're called the young are called because they're strong, and the old are called because they know the way. So we make that work, that connection work. Awesome. Uh, um, He's probably smiling now. Uh, Once again, folks, you're listening to the just absolutely such a beautiful person and talent, uh, Sarah Dash. We're going to go out with the LaBelle song. You know which one I'm going to play. But uh, before I play it, I've never asked you this question, Sarah. Um, Out of all of the music you guys recorded, is there one that really is close to your heart? Um, aside from the fact that Lady Marmalade has been one that has fed us down through the years, <laughs> I, I like the song. It took a long time to find this place. Okay. It, what what uh, album was that off of? Do you recall? Yes, it's off of the Ninth Earth album. Okay. Polly can find that on iTunes. I'm going to check it out. Um, okay. But right now, we are going to go out with that classic, uh, million-selling, never-ending hit, Lady Mambala from LaBelle. Bring the lady on. Bring the lady on. Here she comes. Uh, Thank you. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Great success on the 9th, on Thursday the 9th. Folks, everyone go to the park. It's a free event bringing folks together through the sounds of music, and it's a family affair. And Sarah Dash is producing it, folks, and she's also going to sing. I love it. You're so talented. Thank you. Thank you. We live Trenton together. And, Tweeka, one day I'm going to have a budget where I can bring you in so that you can bring that bride show. (laughs) Let's do it up. Uh, Let's do it up. All right. Well, we'll talk real soon, Sarah. You have a good evening, and uh, take care, hon. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much. God bless you. Bye. Oh, thank you.
ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the House of Pride show. Host Tweeka Turner signing off here. Live from San Francisco, join us next Wednesday for another fabulous show. Goodbye, everyone. Today, my words. Uh, not today, my words. This is this is my favorite quote. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Rape? What? No. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're rapists. And they're criminals, like the over office. And some, I assume, are good people. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's about today. Female body inspectors. Actually, that is, I guess, I guess it's real. Actually, FBI. (laughs) Yeah, it's FBI female body inspectors. And uh, it's gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try it. We're gonna see what happens here. We're gonna make some magic, yo. FBI magic. Tansu, teaching you the language of language. Let's go. Get the beats down, little Dr. Dre in the back. I say Dr. Dre for FBI director. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre puts the shit down. Dr. Dre. He ain't gonna take no shit from anybody. He's just gonna put the shit down. He's gonna beat down. I recommend Big Bird because everyone in the government is a big turd. Yeah, Big Bird for FBI director. Female body inspector. Who else would be a good FBI director? I say Ronda Rouse. She gonna put the smack down. Smack bitch. Smack down on everybody. I trust her. I trust her. Who else are you gonna trust? You gonna go Chris Christie or Rudy Giuliani? I say no. No way. No FBI. No. FBI. Gonna put this back down. Oh, he's on fleet. You know what I mean? He strangles, strangles women too. Yeah, that's what our government does. Yeah, just strangling women, strangling women. If you want to apply to a job at the FBI, just go to FBIjobs.gov. You could have some employment eligibility, but don't, you probably don't if you smoke pot. You don't see, do drugs. can't smoke pot in the past three years. That's impossible here in San Francisco. Who hasn't smoked pot in the past three hours? I ain't got friends like that anymore. <laughs> they dead to me. Not gonna be a part of the FBI. Not gonna be in a director. Hey, FBI. not I. This ain't gonna happen. Who else can we? of the FBI. I'm the director of everything in your life. Give me your money. I'm Tony Robbins and self-help. It's way better than Rudy Giuliani, right? (laughs) (laughs) FBI. 
Education, 1954. Not enough education, just segregation. Segregation, yeah. I love homeschooling and charter schools and all that stuff, cause it's for segregation. Not education, segregation. Let's bring it back. Let's make America great again. Make America great again. Make America great again. When the white people were in charge, yeah. Soft dark money. My family is the biggest contributor of soft money. Soft, soft. To the Republican National Committee. By my way in, by my way. By my way, forty-seven million dollars. Did it by my way in? Did it by my way in? Yeah. I have decided to stop taking offense at the suggestion that we are buying influence. Oh, buying influence with our soft money, buying influence with our soft money. Oh, now I simply concede the point. They are right. We do expect something in return for investment, like a job, like a job, like I don't know. How about education secretary? Oh, grizzly bears in classrooms. Oh, let's shoot them. We expect to foster a conservative governing philosophy. of limited government and respect for traditional American virtues. That word tradition again. And virtues. Oh, she means white. American virtues. She means white. American, American virtues. Oh, she, she means white. And we expect a return on our investment. She bought herself in. Bought herself in. She's white. We can... Okay, there we go. 
so we're going to be rapping to to the dulcet beat tones of uh, Iggy Azalea's no, Medi- no Mediocre Feet, which I think is what Kellyanne Conway did, is No Mediocre Feet here. Uh, oh. Break it down. What you think about that, Sheriff? What? Are you gonna Are you gonna bring him the truth? Are we gonna bring it? Bring in the truth. About absolutely. Skinny, skinny little ladies. Skinny rice little cakes. rice cakes. The rice cakes of news. There was an article this week that talked about how you can surveil someone through their phones, through their certainly through their television sets, any numbers of different waves and microwaves. Microwaves. And microwaves. Microwaves. They turn into cameras, etc. So you just know that's just a fact of modern life. Click. Modern life. Click. 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 Kelly and Conway. Click. Click. Beep, 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 beep. 30 seconds. You. 30 seconds watching you. 30 seconds watching you. Heat up that. Click. Hot water. Click. What do you eat? Click. Kelly and Conway. Hot water. Click. Hot water. Maybe some tea. There's no calories in tea, you see. Sorry, Kellyanne. We're watching you. I think the big lesson to the political class is to stop listening so much to each other and start listening to the people. <laughs> political class, stop listening to each other. You gotta listen to the people. They're not listening to each other anyways. What could they be talking about? Maybe microwaves. Microwaves. The CIA is after you. After you. With your microwaves. The microwaves. They are actually listening to the people. We're watching you. Usually based on an economic agenda, white working class voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take-home pay. They want affordability. I want some money too. (laughs) Affordability. Affordability with their abortions, usually based on an economic agenda. White working women voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take-home pay. Yeah, equality. Equality. Let's ratify the 19th Amendment. Uh, yeah, woman suffrage. <laughs> suffrage. 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 She's suffrage. out for suffrage. I'm watching you. Kelly Ann Conway knows about suffrage. Um, because they're watching. She's you. white too. She is, and so thin. I thought we always just listen to thin, pretty women. Don't we just do that? Yeah. They're clearly telling the truth. She is clearly telling the truth. Many Americans are very concerned with the lack of vetting that's going on. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Show me that you belong here. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Isn't that why they signed that new vetting act? Oh, oh no. If you don't show the papers, we might think you're a terrorist. What? Donald Trump has addressed many times that his main concern is making sure that we have a system in place that we completely lack now, which is those countries that tend to train and export and harbor terrorists where we do not have proper vetting are places where we're going to need to have better vetting. And he's made that very clear. Better vetting. Is it clear to you now? Yay! We did it again! We did it again! We did it! We're going to come up with our mixtape. We did it. Well, one one old man I don't like is uh, Pence. So let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens with our new rap. Here we go. 
enjoy very, very poor protection against sexually transmitted diseases. Is that what's happening? Yes. I always go to the dick. All rise, all rise for his master of spin, Mr. White House Chief Strategist in the Trump administration, 45's main liar, misogynist, racist, homophobe, Steve Bannon man. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon man. Who is he? Oh, he's Steve, Steve Bannon man. He's Steve Man and Man. Oh, uh, the most hateful. The most 
simple. Women should just log off. They're screwing up the internet for men by invading every single space we have online and ruining it with attention-seeking, needy, demanding, and touchy-feeling form of feminism. Because women belong in the kitchen. Yeah. And no birth control for you bitch be pregnant. There's no hiring bias against women in tech. They just suck at interviews. Steve Bannon to get cancer. Yeah, he looks like Steve, he Steve, does. Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Hey, oh. nice oh. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. World Health Organization report. Tranny's 49 times higher HIV rate. There's that word Homophobia again. Homophobia is rampant. Did we mention that he's a White House executive? Oh. <laughs> Did Dude, we mention Chico. he's maybe the second most powerful person in the United States? 